It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station, FM 104. Louise with you until 1 o'clock. I'm now joined by the first luge competitor with the Olympics, Elsa Desmond. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Yourself? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining us because you are in Beijing at the moment, aren't you? Yes, I am. Preparing for the Games. How does that feel? It's the most amazing experience. Like, I, I really can't put it into words. For anyone who doesn't know what luge is, give us kind of a brief breakdown of what it is. So we're one of three sliding sports at the Olympics alongside bobsled and skeleton. Mm-hmm. I think bobsled is the one that people are most familiar with. Um, and we use the same track as that as that sport, as the bobsled, except we're a one-person or two-person sled. Mm-hmm. I only do singles, which is the one-person sled. And I go down on the sled, feet first, lying on my back at speeds of up to 140 kilometers an hour. I hear you do that in between 40 and 90 seconds. Um, so it's between 40 and sort of 62, really, is the longest to shortest track. That's insane. Is that not terrifying? Um, not really. No, I'd be terrified, but I suppose I've never done it. <laughs> I was terrified the first time, very much so. How did you get started in it to begin with? I saw it on the Olympics when I was a kid and mm-hmm. thought it just looked amazing. But I wasn't able to get into it at the time because Ireland had no federation. Um, and I contacted some people in the UK and they said I was too young. Mm-hmm. And people in other countries said I was from the wrong country. And so it took me a really long time to get into it. And then when I was a teenager, I paid to go as a civilian to a British army camp. Um, and I went out and uh, I tried it in Austria, in Innsbruck, and I loved it. Wow, that must have been an experience. It, oh, it was amazing. And I was the only girl in my group of the beginners as well. And I was this little teenager that just went out. And uh, it, yeah, it was it was terrifying the first runs, but um, it all really began from there. And you got completely hooked on it, clearly. Oh, very much, yeah. And you were mentioning that we had no um, federation, but we do now. You helped to set one up. Yeah, I set up the federation a few years ago so that I could race for Ireland. And now we're really trying to build. We've got a development program. We've got juniors. So we're, we're trying to sort of make this a more viable sport for Ireland in the future. Yeah. What would What would be the hopes of it, I suppose, going forward? Just to sort of be a sustainable federation mm-hmm. to consistently have people representing us on the world stage at some level would be really nice. And obviously the Winter Olympics start on the 4th of February, but you don't start your race until the 7th. Is that right? 
Yeah, so our official training here, so I'll be on the track from the 1st of February, Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I won't race till the 7th and the 8th. What is the training like now that you're in Beijing? So we haven't actually been on the track yet. Um, I've mostly been doing gym work. Um, but once I get on the track, it will just be it'll be training runs on the ice. I have a total of eight training runs prior to those races. And I know from like Formula One drivers and that, that they need to train a lot for their neck to keep their neck strong. Is that something that you need to be aware of as well? Uh, very much so. Yeah, we can get up to six G's in some of those corners. So it's a huge amount of pressure on the neck. Um, so a lot of we do a lot of neck work in the off season. We're now at the end of the competitive season. So I've, I've been using my neck a lot sliding for the last four months. So my neck is really strong compared to what, where it was at the beginning of season. But it's definitely something I need to think about, something I wor- I'm working with the Ireland physio here with a lot mm-hmm. um, just to keep that in check. Yeah, and I suppose being from a country that doesn't have, we don't have snow and ice, how do you train during the year? So in the off season, it's a lot of time in the gym. We do free weights, we do weightlifting, we do building that strength and that mm-hmm. power. A lot of cardiovascular because you need the cardiovascular fitness to because you're under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of g-force on your body for those 40 seconds to a minute. So lots of swimming, lots of running. I spend quite a lot of time on the athletics track doing on a wheeled sled, practicing my paddling technique, which is one of the elements of the start but I'll use spikes on my fingers like I would on the ice. But instead of gripping ice, I'm gripping the, the rubber of the athletics track. And then sometimes I will travel to Europe, to Poland and the Czech Republic and um, go down the track on, on a wheeled sled. Yeah, because you had plans to obviously work with Norway before everything went mm. a bit haywire. Was that difficult yeah. then to change your training? Or the plan yeah, so had. it was just yeah. to get more time on the ice because yeah. that's always been a challenge as, as a nation that doesn't have any facilities is the number of runs I've had and the number of runs I get is, is really low compared to lots of the big nations that have a track on like in their country. Mm-hmm. So the plan had been to, to pause my medical degree for two years and, and really focus on Luge coming up to these games um, and and live in Norway and work with them but then COVID hit and we needed healthcare workers so I I made the decision not to not to do that yeah because during all this which is loads you're also trained to be a doctor yeah so I've now graduated I'm now a doctor and I before the season was happening I was working full-time in a hospital uh, from when I graduated to the season and then in about two weeks time I'll be back in the hospital wow that's amazing Yeah, it's been a a mad journey. I can imagine. How do you manage to juggle both? Uh, A lot of time management, Mm -hmm. a lot of advanced planning. Um, I had to do additional placement on weekends and evenings and things when I was at medical school to make up for the hours that I was missing Mm -hmm. um, because I was away. I've done lectures and all sorts of um, like educational stuff while I've been away. Taking revision cards and books to the track is not an uncommon thing for me. I sat my medical school finals while I was in Latvia and Germany, just stuck a sign on my door saying, do not disturb in about six different languages. Um, <laughs> so that. it's always been a balancing act, um, but it's definitely something I was glad that I did. Mm-hmm. And definitely paid, paid off as well. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the Winter Olympics, as we said, they start on the 4th, but you're starting on the 7th, so people need to tune in. Yes, so it's an evening race my time. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, I think, about 1 p.m., Ireland time. Oh, that's perfect time for us to watch. Yes, I oh. hope people will tune in. Oh, absolutely. I'm very excited to see you do it. Elsa, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're busy. 
You're more than welcome. And best of luck with it. Thank you very much. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.